0: How can I trust you? It is a pickle, no doubt about it. Bad news is there's no way if you can really know whether I'm here to help you or not. So it's really up to you. Just have to make up your own damn mind to either accept what I'm going to tell you or reject it. We're all here to do what we're all here to do. I'm interested in one thing, Neil: the future. And believe me, I know the only way to get there is together. Out of these troubled times, our fifth objective, a new world order can emerge, a new era, freer from the threat of terror, stronger in the pursuit of justice, and more secure in the quest for peace. An era in which the nations of the world, East and West, North and South, can prosper and live in harmony. A hundred generations have searched for this elusive path to peace, while a thousand wars raged across the span of human endeavor. This episode, the beginning of season two, is the refocus, the expansion of awareness, and the increase of your perception, or the increase of what you perceive within your awareness. We begin tonight with Hermes Trismegistus, also known as Thoth, or Hermes. He was given the title Thrice Great, or the Master of Masters. This information comes to us from the Cabalion. How does it tie into vibration frequencies and our reality? The seven Hermetic principles outlined in the Cabalion, are as follows. The principle of mentalism, the all is mind, the universe is mental. The principle of correspondence, as above, so below. The principle of vibration, nothing rests, everything moves, everything vibrates. The principle of polarity, everything is dual, everything has poles, everything has its pair of opposites. Like and unlike are the same, opposites are identical in nature, but different in degree. Extremes meet, all truths are but half-truths, all paradoxes may be reconciled the principle of gender gender is in everything everything has its masculine and feminine principles gender manifests on all planes mother earth father god gaia the mother force with the universe or fatherhood of god the principle of rhythm everything flows out and in everything has its tides all things rise and fall the pendulum swing manifests in everything the measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left rhythm compensates and the principle of cause and effect every cause has its effect every effect has its cause everything happens according to the law chance is but a name for law not recognized there are many planes of causation but nothing escapes the law The Lips of Wisdom are closed except to the ears of understanding, Hermes Trismegistus. The seven principles of Hermes are an entire episode in and of itself, but I believe they relate to our topic today. This master key given to us by Thrice Great or the Master of Masters, this master key is a template for the state of a harmonious mindset but also serves as instructions for the transmutation of the mind from heavy low vibration emotions. Rarely do we ever realize that our state of mind can be altered for lighter frequencies or heavier frequencies in a nanosecond. It's simply a choice from within and that choice being between fear and love. The vibration of love transcends all other vibrations. The wavelength and construct of the vibrations housed within the feeling, definition and state of love overwhelmingly separate itself from any other energetic construct remember that energy flows where attention goes love vibrates faster than any other emotion love is the only truth everything else is illusion love is light love it transcends the universe the universe is love when we are in a state of attention and of the mindset of fear, hate, anger, jealousy, resentment, revenge, or other emotions of similar resonance, our decoding systems, which is the five senses, begin to receive reciprocating vibrations. In other words, you get out what you put in. If you put in the vibes of hate by being in a state of disharmony, the time-space continuum, or universe, receives every thought whether it be of light vibrations or heavy vibrations. That is to say, humanity, especially on an individual basis. In the form of you, me, the dickhead neighbor you have that I have, the weirdo down the street that mows the wrong fucking yard every week, a hermit, a groupie for Metallica, former presidents, or whoever, even Ted Koppel. We all literally create our realities by how we think and the state of mind we are in from nanosecond to nanosecond too few of us truly look inward for solutions to problems too many of us are in a constant state of looking to the external world for solutions that lie within i like this this is good shit, man thank you rarely do we ever look inward for solutions to any problem you can change jobs relationships locations whatever it is you want to change about your life but if you continue to carry on the previous mindset into your new environment, you will continue the never-ending hamster wheel of non-progress. The only way to change your life is to change your mindset. Surrender to the circumstances and look inward for the peace of mind. When we begin to visualize our thoughts instead of taking part in them, we realize that these thoughts can be steered, mutated, changed into thoughts of lighter vibration Our reality is a frequency and we are energetic constructs. Information based in nature. That's true. Our reality is a frequency and we indeed are energetic constructs. Information based in nature. We are an information field. You are an information field. You are living or experiencing another information field. It's information decoding information that's what this reality is everything at its base state has a vibrational waveform pattern everything is information based trees are information based trees are aware that they need to shed their leaves in the fall and go dormant throughout the winter to survive information so when we begin to visualize those thoughts instead of taking part in them take a step back from the thoughts you're having and begin to watch them like you're a spectator at a sporting event. From that point, you can begin to ditch, throw aside, buy into, absorb, want more of whatever thought that you like or don't like. Our DNA is tuned into this frequency, this reality, radio station Earth, but it wouldn't even be that. Our DNA has been programmed or is decoding the information-based field of our surroundings. The certain DNA strands that have been turned off, according to scientists. Why were those turned off? Who turned them off? And what was the purpose of those junk strands? Raise your vibrations by increasing your awareness. Change your perception because you raised your awareness. If you want to perceive more, or have an open perception or greater awareness, make a choice. Simply decide right now, here in this place, wherever you are, you know what? I'm not gonna be limited by the finite because I'm an aspect of the infinite. Awareness is the ability to acknowledge one's surroundings. A good quote I found, depending on the magnitude to which we are aware, this will play a significant role in our lives. Every second of every day, of every year, of every decade, of every three centuries, that if you've lived that long, as long as the professor. I've lived 700 years, that's a little bit more. Give me some fucking credit, okay? Oh, I'm so sorry that I miscalculated by 400 years. Come on, man, I'm 700-some years old, man. I don't want to be called 300. If you live that fucking long, you're proud of how old you are, all right? They found me in Moldavite, you know that. Yes, I know. My awareness, your awareness, whoever's awareness it is, or lack thereof, is a vibration, which in turn is a frequency. The more aware you are, the faster we vibrate. And a faster vibration, or a quicker vibration, a higher vibration, a lighter vibration, alters the frequency of our base state. How might one go from a lack of awareness to an increased awareness? By beginning to recognize the consequences of our actions and implementing the change in mindset. From the alteration of your base state, the universe will begin receiving different vibrations from your state of being. And therefore, as the law of attraction is indeed a universal law, guess what? Your projection will begin to transform in the type of people you encounter, the experiences or opportunities that come your way, relationships, financial gain, and everything from which you perceive to be reality. So uh, by that means, it becomes obvious, at least for me, That every one of us has the power to transform our fucking lives from followers slash conformist, yes. You're right. Into the pioneers like Rosa Parks, John Lennon, Martin Luther King, the Tank Man from China, etc, etc. By the way, if you've never seen the photo of Tank Man in China, just Google the Tank Man in China. Great inspiration. When you begin to set the tone instead of inherit the tone and allow the tone to control your perception, That's when you truly begin to feel like life is a gift and that this is a gift. So I say to you, have a grateful fucking day. You are infinite consciousness having an experience as insert your name here. Your identity is not your fucking career, your financial situation, your past, your weaknesses or strengths, because those are just perceptions, by the way that's the ego trap or anything that we have attached to this sense of identity as it is labeled upon us by society the only opinion you should be concerned with is the opinion you have on yourself within this experience or reality when our energy vacates the genetic spacesuit of this reality or we die you no longer will be known as your identity or your career or your story at that point Infinite consciousness does not limit itself to the finite. Well, You know why and eh, because it's fucking infinite Yep Utilize left brain and the reptilian brain, but don't let them be the autopilot of your perception stagnation and coasting and settling and Frustration and regret are traits of autopilot being in control of an awareness The universe is composed of a number of frequencies. What it means or what an example of being aware might look like, something happens. Somebody says something to you, you fire off at them, you say something you didn't mean, we do something we didn't mean to do, and then we feel bad. We can define somebody as aware, quote unquote, when they understand the words said or actions throughout the drama do not define who they are. Regret happens. But keep in mind that the words and actions only hold as much control on our perception as we allow it. Come to peace with it, apologize, do whatever you have to do to move on from the situation. But how many people are stuck in a choice or a regret or a mistake that they made a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, whatever it is. They are literally still living the regret of that decision or choice. Therefore, they stopped living when they started obsessing over the mistake or what people thought or don't be cul de sac Forgive yourself. That's going to be the last true test because most people will forgive you before you ever forgive yourself. So you need to learn to forgive yourself maybe first, And then when you come to terms and peace with it or work on doing the apologies that you think you might need to do, but keep in mind, there's only one person that's in charge of your perception and your awareness and the level of belief or not belief in yourself. You are the only one that's responsible for that. If you feel bad about it, do what you have to do, but forgive yourself. If the other person doesn't forgive you, you did the best you can. That's on them. You can apologize, let go. Forgiveness is letting go. Surrender. An awareness-driven soul learns from mistakes because self-acknowledges that true essence of our being is exponential in comparison to feelings. Feelings are often emotional-driven. Let's cover that again. An awareness-driven soul learns from mistakes because it is Acknowledging the true essence of a being is exponential in comparison to feelings. The infinite is greater than the finite emotional feelings. You know? Dr. Masuro Imoto, the Japanese pseudoscience scientist. And I say pseudoscientist because I've been hanging out with a scientist lately. And that's kind of what they classify him as. But... His experiments are groundbreaking and if you've never looked into his experiments I suggest that you do that and I suggest you buy his book. The guy was a genius and this is very very fascinating. This is very very interesting. It's fucking transcending. It's important. It's life-changing. His experiments were called Water as a Living Consciousness or they were themed as such. According to Dr. Masuro Emoto and his experiments, water experiments reveal how thoughts and vibrations affect the molecular structure of water and keep in mind that the human body is 70% water. Dr. Emoto discovered that water exposed to loving words shows complex and beautiful patterns while polluted water or water exposed to negative thoughts form asymmetrical patterns with dull colors. Dr. Emoto, quote, let your actions be based on the thoughts of love and gratitude. Love is a giving energy and gratitude is a receiving energy. Notice how it's giving, receiving, not give and take, giving and receiving. If you always have these two words in your mind and your actions are based upon these concepts, you can naturally give people positive energy. And according to the Hermes seven principles, the goal or the way to do or enact these principles is to use one plane against lower planes. You can transform, transmutate other people by being in their presence if you are vibrating to that of a higher frequency. According to Dr. Emoto, I think God created water with love as an active energy and gratitude as a passive energy. Another quote. In order to improve the conductivity of information, there needs to be geometric designs with golden proportion seen in pyramids. The Fibonacci sequence is what he's referencing. It was at this point in my recording of the episode where somebody I knew, one of my friends, walked into the room and said, hey, have you ever heard about teledildonics? It's the combination of artificial intelligence with dildos. Uh, What? Alright. Google artificial intelligence. That's like having a Terminator that's coming to fuck you. He never stops. He never sleeps. We're fucked, man. Come on, I don't want to tell you, darn it. Back to our conversation. So, we talked about awareness. Not being able to recognize where you are fucking up. And to correct the mistakes because of cause and effect. That might... Well... Accountability. What did the Nag Hammadi texts say about the Archons and their level of of infiltration and the strategy they implement when it comes to controlling humanity? Neonetic psychological. According to Gnostic psychology, the noetic science of the mystery schools, Archons are an alien force that intrudes subliminally upon the human mind and deviates our intelligence away from its proper and sane applications. They themselves are not what makes us act inhumanely, But they make us play out inhumane behavior to weird and violent extremes left to our own devices we would sometimes act inhumanely and then correct it contain the aberration obviously a lot of us never do that in the exaggeration of our insane and inhumane tendencies and an extreme uncorrected deviance from our innate intelligence gnostics saw the signature of an alien species that piggybacks on the worst human failings, which is where the Gnostics derived that this force was indeed a parasite. According to the Gnostics, the Archons deviate us from our proper course of evolution. The most successful technique, our capacity to discern alien forces working in our minds is crucial to survival and co-evolution with Gaia. Point being, if we can recognize and repel the parasites, We claim our power. We define our boundaries in the cosmic framework. We establish our purpose relative to Gaia, which is the indwelling intelligence of the planet. Another level of Archon control, sociological. In the Gnostic view of human society, Archons are alien forces that act through authoritarian systems, including belief systems, in ways that cause human beings to turn against their innate potential and violate the symbiosis of nature. Inversionists live, spelled backwards, as evil. They are agents of error rather than evil. But human error, when it goes uncorrected and runs beyond the scale of correction, turns into evil and works against the universal plan of life. Gnostics taught that Archons exploit our tendency to let our mistakes go uncorrected. Lack of awareness. Here's a few key research items or Knowledge that I think people could benefit from but I'm not forcing it upon you I'm just want to give it to you and you do with it what you may Research the global consciousness project and specifically the consciousness of the planet when the September 11 attacks happened So global consciousness project Michael Talbot's book the holographic universe and read some quantum physics papers or journal entries on the fabric of reality and how it is similar to that of a computer simulation just a few things that might tie some of this information together and again I'm not saying hey you have to believe this this is what I believe I'm not saying that I even believe this what I am saying is what Socrates said I know nothing except the fact of my ignorance it is my right or it is my will to come to my own conclusions and not tell you what your conclusions should be we're having a discussion i know nothing except the fact of my ignorance all right final aspect the fibonacci sequence in 1202 leonardo pisano also known as fibonacci pondered the question given optimal conditions how many pairs of rabbits can be produced from a single pair of rabbits in one year from that experiment long story short a pattern began to emerge and the series of numbers that resulted from this experiment or the fibonacci sequence the ratio between the numbers is frequently called the gold ratio or gold, golden number here's some fascinating numbers as expressed in nature fibonacci numbers appear in nature often enough to prove that they reflect some naturally occurring patterns you can commonly spot these by studying the manner in which various plants grow. A few examples, seed heads, pine cones, fruits, vegetables. Look at the array of seeds in the center of sunflower, and you'll notice what looks like spiral patterns curving left and right. Amazingly, if you count these spirals, you your total will be a Fibonacci number. Divide the spirals into those pointed left and right, and you'll get two consecutive Fibonacci numbers. We can decipher Spiral patterns in pine cones, pineapples, and cauliflower. I fucking hate cauliflower! I know. I got you broccoli though. Okay, good. Good. I love broccoli. That also reflect the Fibonacci sequence in this manner. Did you really just tell me you fucking don't like cauliflower when we're talking about Fibonacci? I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. What are you doing? I'm playing poker, online poker. Check this out. I just beat this guy. I won $133. I just went all in on the next hand though. What? Dude, walk away. Cash up. I can't now. I went all in with the two and the three. Oh, for fuck's sake, professor. Flowers and branches. Some plants express the Fibonacci sequence in their growth points. The places where tree branches form or split. The pattern continues following the Fibonacci numbers. Additionally, if you count the number of petals on a flower, you'll often find the total to be one of the numbers in the Fibonacci sequence. For example, lilies and irises have three petals. Buttercups and wild roses have five and so on and so forth. Honeybees! A honeybee colony consists of a queen. Not a drag queen, but a queen. A few drones and a lot of fucking workers. The female bees, queens and workers, all have two parents, a drone and a queen. Drones, on the other hand, hatch from unfertilized eggs. That's fucking gross. This means they only have one parent. Therefore... Fibonacci numbers express a drone's family tree and that he has one parent, true grandparents, and three great-grandparents and so forth. The human body. Take a good look at yourself in the mirror. Oh, shit. I don't want to do that. I do that every other day. What? You know, make sure that my butt is still plump and I'm looking good looking hot. Okay, we're done. Shut the fuck up. Alright. Okay, I'm really thrown off by that comment now. Just fucking continue, alright? You'll notice that most of your body parts follow the same numbers of 1, 2, 3, and 5. You have one nose, two eyes, three segments to each limb, and five fingers on each hand. I have six toes. Which foot? I'm not going to disclose that. The proportions and measurements of the human body can also be divided up in terms of the golden ratio. DNA molecules follow the sequence, measuring 34 angstroms long, and 21 angstroms wide, for each full cycle of the double helix. Scientists have pondered the question for centuries. In some cases, the correlation may be just coincidence. In other situations, the ratio exists because the particular growth pattern evolves is the most effective. In plants, this means maximum exposure for light-hungry leaves, or maximum seed arrangement. Yada, yada, yada. In closing, existentialism it is described as every person being a free and responsible agent determining their own development yes we need that because that's individual accountability do we do it sometimes obviously we do it and we don't do it polarity the fine line in my opinion is finding that point without being selfish Be true to yourself, but don't be true to yourself to the point that you are asking everybody else to make you the center of their universe. We will only change a collective mindset in the world by changing ourselves. You can't do it any other way. You're not gonna change an individual basis or an individual mindset by changing a collective fucking mindset. You're not gonna change the collective fucking mindset. You can worry about yourself though. We will only change the world when we change ourselves. Because when we alter our brain waves, we alter the energetic construct of our state of being. So forgive yourself, be true to yourself, be kind to yourself, rock and roll, kick fucking ass, TCB, you fucking got this. We all fucking got this. It's all inside of us. And for those of you who don't like to look inwardly, that's fine, but keep in mind, You are a leader. People look to you for your vibrations. Introverts and extroverts are here for a purpose. It's just different techniques or strategies to implement or broadcast your new state of being. Rise above, vibrate, gratitude, love. Not give and take, give and receive. A two way street, baby. I leave you tonight with a poem called The Bluebird Poem by Charles Bukowski. There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I'm too tough for him. I say, stay in there, I'm not going to let anybody see you. There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I pour whiskey on him and inhale cigarette smoke. And the whores and the bartenders and the grocery clerks never know that he's in there. There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I'm too tough for him, I say. Stay down. You want to screw up the works? You want to blow my book sales in Europe? There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I'm too clever. I only let him out at night sometimes, when everybody's asleep. I say, I know that you're there, so don't be sad. Then I put him back, but he's singing a little in there. I haven't quite let him die, and we sleep together like that, with our secret pet. And it's nice enough to make a man weep, but I don't weep do you this has been the drew world order season two vibrations frequencies in reality check us out on the website www.v-dwo.com follow me on twitter at quantaviusd q-u-a-n-t a-v-i-u-s d uppercase d altogether quantaviusd on twitter send me a message We have migrated from Anchor to Spreaker, so there might be a 10-day lull where some of the stuff is a little bit off, but I am working on getting that up to date. But we've got a new home, we've got a website, we've got a Twitter following. 2020 is the year of the DWO. Not in like a bad way though. You know, I don't wanna control anybody. Not at all. You can create your own fucking Megan World Order, Tony World Order, I don't give a shit. Whatever you want. I just named my show Drew World Order. Alright, I declare that, uh, hey, the queen called. She wants to knight you. Uh, fuck that. I'm not getting knighted by the queen. No thanks. Merry Christmas to all. And to all, a couple knight! Yeah. No? Uh, fuck you. Alright, thank you and come again. We love you all. We love France. We love Britain. We love America. We love Cyrus in Iran. We love Martab, And we love everybody. We are all in this together. And it is time for us to be what we were meant to be. I will see you on the Price is Right. Thank you and come again. Goodbye.